Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Joel. And I'm back on the, on the, on the hunt. <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to try not to talk about it. <sighs> Total Ram Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed, and I'm back on the hunt. Uh, uh, did you do anything off-road related since last time when you were on here? No, I just... Just looked, your shit's broken. Looked at it broken, sad, and <laughs> the you kick it. Uh, no, it's not its fault. You know. You know what we should talk about? What we should talk about? Wait, have we talked about uh, like the the whole six oh nine briefly? Like, briefly, and we didn't uh, like in depth on it. No, we, should we just sit here and just riff on it the whole time? <clears throat> Maybe not the whole time. Yeah, we could. Right. Yeah, I haven't done jack squat uh, off roads. Oh no, wait, I have an update. I do have an update. I tightened my pitman arm. Yeah, it was at least one full turn loose. So I put the uh, big torque wrench on it at 185 foot pounds and just started turning. And it's kind of hard because it's a big, big torque wrench and a 33 millimeter socket. And I started cranking and I'd get like, I don't know, 15, 20 degrees. And I go back. I probably did that like four or five times at least. <laughs> uh, and then it finally went click, click. I was like, oh, cool. So it's torqued now. Yeah, it's- it was loose. Keeps dragging it up there. <laughs> what was Daryl commenting about retorquing things? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Daryl, uh, he doesn't listen to us anymore, so I can say that. Yeah, he doesn't know shit. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so I tighten that up. Really, that's the only thing I've done to the Jeep, other than some uh, spray paint mod stuff. We won't talk about that. We can't talk about that. It's temporary. It doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Nah. Yeah. Um. So we did a little of that and goofed around. Um. I want to get it flipped around. Just been a little bit tight on time. Last week was a little. We had a few things going on. We replumbed the shop with air. I think I talked about that on the podcast. Yep. And then uh, made the rest a, of the week we made had a vidya. Made a vidya? Yeah, you made a vidya of replumbing the air. Did I? Yeah. Oh. On your end? It was Instagram? Oh, yeah. Uh, or TikTok. 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 I did a couple on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, just trying to put some little more content out there. Anyway, we had a couple of uh, uh, remote jobs and a few other things, and so we didn't spend any extra time at the shop uh, working on the Jeep. But I do would like to get around to that pretty quick. I got to get it flipped around, jacked up, just gut it. It's only going to take me an hour. Um, I just need to br- make some time to allocate an hour of free time to go in the shop, in the garage and do that. Yeah. Get it good. Get the, what, the rear leaf hangers still? Yeah. Is that what okay. it, um, the boxes in? I don't mean to ask you on this pod, on the podcast, but I'm not, cause I haven't asked you yet. Can I borrow your plasma cutter? Yeah. Okay. Can I cut stuff? I put it? you on the spot. Like if you say no, everybody's like, you motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Why would you do that to Steve? <laughs> you can tell me no later. It's fine. Um, I was going to order that cut 50. I just haven't done it yet. And I'm like, oh, I'm just holding on to like holding money until my next money. My next payment comes in from the metaverse. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, I did go down to speakeasies and pick up an engine. And a spare, an extra four litra. It looks pretty. You know, my, there's nothing really wrong with my engine right now, but um, I'm always afraid to send it because I don't have a backup plan. Yeah. Well, now I have a backup plan. Just do the Viking stuff, you know. Just send it and then just drag it home. Yeah, just okay. bur- burn your ships at the shore. <laughs> there is no turning around. <laughs> well, I, I wanted a second. So the engine that's in there, I think I've talked about a couple times. I'll just recap it. It came out of a donor Cherokee that I've like found somebody that one of my buddy, Matt's, uh, my buddy's Matt, a guy I know named Matt had it for sale. <laughs> he was, it was kind of roached. He was like cutting the doors off, getting ready to scrap it or do something with it. And he's like, you guys want this thing? I was like, hell yeah. So I went and picked up for like four fifty, five hundred bucks, something like that. It's mm-hmm. actually a decently nice Cherokee. I, I think it was two wheel drive. Um, he's but cutting it up. He was, 
Whoa, we we didn't we we didn't cut it up. We actually took all the good parts off it. So I took the doors off of it. So I kept all the doors and actually going to use the doors on that on my Jeep. But it was a beautiful ninety four ninety five sapphire blue. Oh, that's, that's one of the hatches I have. Like the hatches on there, I think came from that Jeep. Oh. Yeah, it's sacrilege. Yeah, I Terrible. did save one sapphire. That ninety four, I saved it and, and trashed the next one. Um, but I think it was two wheel drive. And it was pretty rotted. I think the, oh, yeah. I, I think the reason that he was working on it, the hinge ripped off of the body. Yeah. Or once something it, like once that. it gets into the <laughs> seams like that, yeah, it's done. It was problematic. <laughs> anyway, it had 146,000 miles on it when I pulled it. It actually runs really well still. I've overheated it to like 300 degrees a couple times, which they don't especially love that. I think they run it. The, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> you want to kill a four liter, get it hot. It's the number one way to roach it, especially Arenix. Yeah. Um, My 4.2 uh, runs at like 220 that's all crazy. day long. Just doesn't I, care. Mine's got a 160 thermostat in it and it runs at 160. Um, But uh, yeah, so it's leaking like a sieve from the rear main seal. Yeah. And so every time I put it on a hill or anything like that, it just fills the the transmission bell housing and then it just drips out for the next two months. And I'm kind of over that. I do need to just pull the pan and put a rear main in it, which would be fine. You be pretty easy. You could, you know, basically cap the bell housing off. Uh-huh. So it, just let it'll it just fill, fill up. Fill. Yeah. <laughs> you do an oil change, you just got to drain the bell housing oh, too. Yeah, that's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. It won't leak anymore if it's full, you know. Is that how you do that? Is that the, like the equivalent of uh, turning the radio up? I think so. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I just, it's so like Dustin had one. Yeah, he needed it out of the way for his move. Didn't want to keep storing it, you know, for the time being. I was like, I will come down and I will take it off your hands. It looks nice. So, uh, went down and picked that up. Saw a couple of drive shafts. So uh, there, Dustin has a, uh, a drive shaft for Wild Bill. And it sounds like he's also got a drive shaft for you. Yeah. So he, Dustin is the keeper of the drive shafts currently. I'm going to have to get get it from him. Yeah. His is an SYE. Uh, oh. A non-SYE. So it needs us. Oh, yeah. So I'll have to do a 230. What is yours? Oh, it's a, yeah. well, he has a transfer case. No, somebody had a transfer case and a drive shaft. Who the fuck was it? Was it? Mine's making questionable noises. I feel like it was Dustin or Seth. I know Seth has one, but I don't know. I feel like Dustin said he also had a 231. Yeah. I don't and remember. It, and I, you know, I, I could put anything in it. It's just right, like, yeah. a, but it'd be nice to put it through. Like 231s are pretty reliable and has yeah. been many parts for it. Right. Um, Might as well. It's lightweight. Yeah. Get rid of the what? 20 what you have in there? Two, 207. It's like the precursor to the 231. Weird. We're, yeah. Real weird. It's what broken. Year's yours? 87. Uh, First year for the YJ. For the YJ? YJ. So, yeah. That's what's uh, that's what's up. So, we have been discussing. So, uh, you guys don't know this, but I started slash converted another Instagram page over. I'm not <laughs> going to do a lot with it yet, but I just want to hold it. it was like, <clears throat> it's basically a placeholder, like a name, like a, to hold the name. Yeah. Uh, so nobody else can take it. Not that anybody else is going to, nobody's done it yet. So pr- I'm probably the only dipshit that wants it. But, uh, you know, there's eight lug mafia and like eight lug productions. Sorry. I love you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> there's all these eight lug things. Everybody's all eight lug happy. And, you know, and most of the guys that go eight lug are the ones that get rowdy and beat on their stuff, which is awesome to watch. Uh, there's a whole big group of people that don't fall under that category. But they do fall under the five lug fever category. Yeah. 
And so I started the Instagram page. It's five underscore lug underscore beaver. Cause I like the underscores. You know me. I yeah. thought about doing dots this time, but I was like, yeah, fuck it. They might not know that it's you if you do dots. Oh yeah. That could be, well, that'd be probably, that's ideal really. Anyway, look up five lug fever on, uh, on the Instagrams and go follow it. Uh, it's got a sweet ass nineties. You, you can't miss it. It's a sweet looking nineties. Um, what would you call that? Art graphic type photo. It's cool. It's pink and purple and all the things. Yeah. Uh, you'll know it when you see it. You're like, oh yeah, that's definitely something Steve would do. Yeah. And that's like a perfect, you know, page for the guys that are cheap and found all the Dana 44s before they all died <laughs> up back in the day. We have like all of the, all of the new ring, like all Wranglers yeah. uh, until they're converted are five lug. Yeah. And so you have a lot of guys running 37s like that that aren't on eight lug. What about and the Toyota guys? They're fuck like those six guys. Lug, aren't they? No, they get their own. So go find your own page. Six lug productions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that would be like six lug society. Oh yeah. That'd be, that would work. Yeah. Six <clears throat> lug centers or six something. <laughs> that sounds like centers. a, that sounds like a motorcycle gang. <laughs> Probably is <laughs> six lug centers. Those Toyota guys are crazy like that. It could, they be, could yeah. be a gang. You know? Yeah. They could do something, something like that. Get a little six lug action going on. <laughs> Maybe I'll start that page next. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So we've been BS and back and forth. Joel and I have been here lately about nine inch stuff. I, like I said, I think we touched on a little bit. I know we talked about it quite a bit in the Patreon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about it in the main, but basically discussing the like take a order up a center section from somebody for like a nine inch center section. Yep. And uh, we, this is like us around the shop. We've been BS and, uh, Every now and like in the passing, like one of us will be thinking about it. And then as we're like walking by, like, oh man, what if we did this? No. Amateur. Um, Your phone's always on silent. What the hell's going <laughs> on with know. you? Are you sick? I think so. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. I. We've been talking about. Um, six and nine stuff. Yep. So like super duty outers. Doing a five lug on it, doing a five on four or a five on five and a half bolt pattern on super duty outers. Cause who was he said made those? Oh, what do you mean? Like the, the bolt? unit bearings, uh, trail gear and spider tracks. Both, oh, really? Both make a 60 pattern, like a super duty 60 pattern wheel hub. Yep. That's what, yeah, that would be the, the thing for me. So I'd like to do that. So anyway, I was thinking also about a, uh, 609 rear a full float mm-hmm. 609. Like if I was just wanting to go real beef, do a 10 inch ring gear, do the, the full 609 in the rear, yep. um, with full float outers and five, eight studs, just do it all out. Like, so would you go wider or would you go like mid width? Like what mine is like the 60 mid sixties. I think mid sixties is kind of the magic number for like a trail yeah. Jeep. Like if but, we lived out like West, maybe wider seventies. Yeah. I think but, so. Cause you know, I mean, even, even Jeep realized 65 is kind of the magic number. Cause that's what like the JLs and the Rubicons, mm. those are all 65. Are they? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. That'd be, I don't know. I like, I like my wheelbase. It is just narrow too. enough to get through things. Yep. And it, yep. and you know, <laughs> you don't have to get a flat deck trailer. It'll still squeeze on the, you know, fenders. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot to be said 65. And if you're doing like a, like your 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 build over the years has gone lower, you know. Oh yeah. Like way, you know. And my build is going to be 
kind of centered around a low center of gravity. So, I mean, really, in my opinion, those days of super wide axles, unless like, you know, you're in Moab or something where you can, don't have to worry about, you know, horizontal space, mm-hmm. you know, trails and stuff. I think 65 inches. Kind it's of pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid. Yeah. And I think that my nine inch is, uh, I think it's 60. Yeah. Is that 60 inches? Six, no, it should be 65 inches. I think stock yours, isn't it? Right. Um, I think it's like I think sixty five. I fucking I forget. It's been so long now. Because you're forty four, sixty five. It should be a match. <clears throat> I was so I'm just looking right here on JK Owners. It's the first forum to pop up, and it says that uh, uh, the JK wheel mount surface is sixty five and a quarter. Sixty. Oh, I'm so sorry. you're right. I forgot that. Yeah, sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was reading that verbatim. So yeah, sixty five <laughs> inches is pretty much is pretty much what it is. So yeah, yeah sixty five so. is pretty good. I think that like the. Uh, that the um the nine inches sixty five sixty two or sixty five yeah something like that mm-hmm. but let's see it F- might be sixty two the three quarter ton I don't remember the has the did they put the nine inch and the three quarter ton yeah they did right the nine inch and the three quarter I don't think did they so. I don't no, know no was no. it all Dana sixties yeah it would have had to be uh, sixty I think so I know they put the high pinion and low pinion I think. 44. So this thing here says nine inch whist on pirate and uh 78 to 79 for Bronco and F-150 has a 63 inch wheel mount to wheel mount. 63. Okay. Yeah. So it's so right like, in the middle there. Yeah. So it's right in the middle. That's interesting. I didn't know that a JK was wider than I am. Yeah. And you know, if you think about it, those, in, you know, the Jeep has really been pretty good about chasing the market Mm-hmm. On and more people are starting to trail ride and actually use Jeeps as they're intended to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And you know, whenever they corner a market on something, they spend millions of dollars to engineer it. It's, I mean, it's exactly that, you know, they, right. You know, everyone kind of scoffs at the oh, Sahara, well, it's Rubicon rated. <laughs> well, they brought them out there and they did the, they beat on them to see right. what they do. You and know? at the same time, like you can scoff at it a little bit, but it does do, it, there's a give and take. So it does yeah. everything. So like not only can somebody buy it and drive it to, you know, take their kids to soccer. Right. They can also take the exact same vehicle in stock form and take it out and run trails that are yeah. a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And so like, yeah, you got to have a little bit of give and take and understand that. Yeah. Even though, could you imagine if they put the same amount of research into a, like a trail, like dedicated vehicle? Yeah. It'd be done. Yeah. It would yeah. be. It would be like, like how they car. have a track Hawk, but it's like <laughs> yeah. trail Hawk or mm-hmm. something. Do they make that? Maybe mm-hmm. that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The Grand Cherokees and stuff like yeah. that. And the, and the Cherokees are trail hawks. Should be a trail chicken. It's not really a trail chicken. <laughs> uh, it's not really. I don't know that it has. It's got a few additional things that make it more trail-esque. Yeah. But not like a Rubicon. No. I don't think they have lockers. That's interesting. Anybody know if the KL has lockers and such? I honestly don't know if it came with, if that was an option. Know. Like the trail... <clears throat> What in the hell? It'd be kind of stupid to say it's trail rated and not have a locker. I mean, so we're sitting here talking shit about uh, about um, eight leg productions, and they just tagged me in something. <laughs> we heard it. He knows. <laughs> he can be. Like, it was something on Instagram. His ears were burning. It was a reel. Oh, I don't know what this is. I don't know. Anyway, I have to look at it again later because I don't know what he's. He's making progress on that video. He had a little uh, sneak peek. Yeah, looks, I need to watch really it. Nice. I haven't watched it yet. Is it on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's he, like his he, YouTube he short. Yeah. It's a short. On oh, it's YouTube. a short. Yeah. 
It's like I should look that up and check it out. Eight Lug Productions. Um. So anyway, we were talking about six or nine stuff, and the reason for that is that Joel wants the clearance of a nine inch or like the high clearance of a smaller axle, but the strength of a bigger axle. Yep. And, um, Oh, look at that footage. Oh, look at that. Oh, let's see that front end of that, that Cherokee with the complete off road sticker. Yeah. That thing's baller. Who owns that? I don't know. It's <laughs> fucking, it's rice though. <laughs> Jeremy, it's looking good. If you guys haven't checked out the teaser yet, uh, it was, Oh my gosh, you put up three days ago. I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah. I love he, that drone shot. Drops that drone on shot. It. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. He's got, they got some good footage on there, man. It should be really good. Oh yeah. He got footage of Trevor making it around that tree, but not me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see the whole video when it comes out. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go to YouTube, eight lug productions and, um, and I, good. I don't know why he doesn't have more viewers. Like, it's insane. He's like bleeping Jeep level content, like filming wise. And I mean, stuff. It's not as, he's not as consistent because he has a full-time job as right. well. But yeah, like when he, when he puts out a video, it's awesome. Like yeah. I like it, but then again, I'm in a lot of them. Yeah. Maybe that's, and I, I, maybe I'm biased, you know, and I've met him once or twice. So it's like automatically I'm a dick writer. I'm like, Oh, hi, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's over here singing I like your nuts. I like videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, we're like, we keep side tangenting, oh, man. you know, cause we've beaten this, the nine inch, the six Oh nine horse, like yeah. to death. you and I have, we never really got in detail about it. Like, yeah. you know how, so you, you need, need to, to set up a jig, Janic thing. I think know? we're just going to stop polishing and start building six Oh nines. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we talked about. Joel's going to build six Oh nines, three days a week, mm-hmm. polish two days a week. Yep. <laughs> I'd be good. I'd do it. <laughs> I mean, why not? If we could figure out how to make it lucrative, it'd be right. It'd be all right. I'll build polished six Oh nines. Right. <laughs> um, that would get some attention. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What, why is it fully polished? Yeah. Polish it, then weld it, then clear coat all the oh my coloring God. and the polish in there. <laughs> That'd be that's awesome. Kind of, that's a Marilet racing. They do stuff like that. Oh, do they? Oh dude. Yeah. This is bullshit. Oh, that's nice. How much you think, how hard do you think it may be to make a jig? What do we need to make a I jig? I don't know if you really need Do we one. need like outers? So the way I was going to do it was either get a trail gear, spider tracks, housing. And I think they're 68 inch total width. Uh-huh. It's just a center section and a tube. And they weld the tubes into the center section and then they mill the third member housing flat. So it sets flat. So mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it being warped or anything after it's welded. And then you just basically measure your pinion where you want it to set in, you know, in your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And then you just cut the tubes to your total length. And the when I originally saw the 609 build, it was like Ian Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like he had a, I don't, I can't remember if it was extreme four by four. He used exhaust tubing to basically mimic where he wanted it to set. Okay. And like, um, I think he put his C's on there. What do you mean by that? Like to, oh, like through the center of it? Yeah, I think so. Well, I can't, I, I gotta rewatch it again. Okay. I think, I think he just used exhaust tubing and like, I like guess a stand. Yeah. Just like to mock up where okay. everything was going to set okay. in the vehicle. I think he put his knuckles, like tacked his knuckles oh. and everything into it. Oh, interesting. Or like tacked the C's and everything. And, mm-hmm. and, and he got, he was setting like where he wanted his width. Mm-hmm of his axle to set in this buggy 
And then he went back and he's like, okay, well, this is the center line of the pinion and the axle. This is where it needs to set. And like basically measured it where he needed the minimum amount of tube on the, on the pumpkin side to fit like your mounts and stuff right, like for that. The driver's side, yeah. Yeah. So, or yeah, whichever side. Basically, once you get it measured up where you want to set it and you know, like, cause then you can measure your C mm-hmm. and your, um, and your knuckles. So, like where your wheel mount surface is going to be to the inner mount of the C, like where it slides over the tube, you know, you can account for how much, you know, stick out you need into the C and then add that dimension up. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, you can get your, how much of that tube you got to cut off to get your wheel mount surface set up. I know that's kind of vague. I mean, there's some, you know, videos yeah, and hard, stuff about it. It's, it's like, hard to describe. Yeah. Yeah. Put it into words to give like a visual visualization, but you're thinking, basically getting like mm-hmm. a center section with tubes, the same length on both sides. And you, you cut them down basically wherever your knuckles are going to land to get your, your total wheel mount surface. Yeah. So then do you like, would you buy like uh crane knuckles or something? I would or like, um, read knuckles. I guess, I don't you know. Could. What, what would be the way to do that? I don't know. The way I planned it is I'd buy that, that housing, mm-hmm. do the measurements, cut it where I, I was going to get 65 inches on wheel mount surface. And then, um, I was going to buy, they make super duty inner C's. Um, to mount your knuckle, your super duty knuckles and stuff onto them. And they make them, uh, most of those tubes are like three and a half inch tubes. Yeah. For like, they make a four inch like pro competition center, yeah. but you don't need we all. We looked at some of that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's super expensive. I have no doubt it's worth it, but I'm not building an ultra four car. So right. I think three and a half inch tubes and those C's are meant for three and a half inch outside diameter tubing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I don't think they're that much money i think they're maybe 160 a piece or 150 a piece but you know you just get the super duty inner c's you weld them on the tube and then you can just put all the knuckles brakes and everything off a super duty truck onto it if you want to do it the cheap way what is this here's a knuckle kit oh wait no this is oh wait busted knuckles got a nice kit 14 bolt knuckles yeah like they got a 14 bolt kit it's got the brakes and everything this is, <clears throat> this is a few more. So on Crane Axle's website, uh, Magnum Knuckle Kit. Ooh. Oh, it's expensive. Oh, it's pricey. I've looked that route before. Busted, Busted Knuckle makes one. I think it's 2200 bucks. It's the inner C's, the knuckles, the brakes, and they even mill them for their high steer arms and everything. Wow. And it's got, it's got, I think, Willwood brakes, like their lightweight brake kit and oh, everything really? on it. Yeah. So this it comes one, with a lot. This one is, let's see, it comes with a keyed upper arm, the keyed arm, inner C, uh, the knuckle, and then I think that's it. That's all it comes with. There's some shit down. Is it, is this a kingpin? This is a kingpin setup. You could also, if you wanted to run kingpin, you could just run oh, the, bearings. the kingpin C's too. Oh, I see. Like if you um, bought a bunch of Kingpin, like Chevy or Ford stuff, and you're building, wanting to build an axle, mm-hmm. you could just run that inner C for the Kingpin, and you could run whatever outers you want. Right. Just for the unit bearing and the availability was the only, and the price, that was why I was yeah. going super duty route. I, I like, like a junkyard source, that that's stuff. That's it, yeah. Yeah, you could source. If you're really building something for like 
you were going to get nasty with though, this would be the way to go. Yeah. Um, if you, I mean, but you could also buy the whole fabricated knuckle kit from spider tracks too and get real stupid with it if you wanted to. Yeah. Their stuff looks super nice. It's also pricey, but that there again, it's super nice. That's, that's kind of what sucks about the 609. No, it doesn't suck, but mm-hmm. you can literally have anywhere from 45 ish hundred dollars to like 12 grand in it. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just goes so fast. And I just really want to see where the bare minimum is. I'm going to make, I'm going to build this thing bare minimum as cheap as you possibly can. Start there, yeah. Within reason, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, you're good not, parts, but not. Right. You know, be interesting to see. Like, <clears throat> if you're building it as bare minimum as you could, is the front Super Duty 60 a 35 spline? Yeah, it is. At the, at the differential? Yeah, at the diff. So then... Could you theoretically cut down the stock axles? Not even or, cut them down. Just use the stock shafts. You could. So you have to be wider. When I yeah, when I did the calculator, and this is roughly mm-hmm. on on um, spider tracks based on how w- wide the, or how long the axles are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because this the nine inch center section the way it's designed is so wide, or what it is. But that thing ended up being like I think like seventy. Four seventy-five inches wide, or something. If I use the stock Super Duty axle shafts, how wide? It's like seventy-four, seventy-five <laughs> inches. is ridiculous, and that's just rough estimates with their calculator. But uh, when I did it on paper too, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's pretty close." Based on the you know your uh, pinion center and stuff. What is this? This is Ford truck enthusiast. I'm looking to see this thing. That thing's a thirty-seven spline. Um, I don't honestly know the answer to this question, but you could use the outer axle. You could use the studs. outer for sure. Yeah. And just order. Yeah. So it's 35 spline outer. I fucking don't know, man. That's the thing. If it was 35 spline inner, you could use it for the thing. Yeah. It, it looks it, like it definitely, I think it is the 250 super duty. I think it's 37 spline axles in 2005 plus F 350. Yeah. The 350's got the big dog uh, stuff. Okay. It's got bigger hubs in it, too. I know what the book says about it, that F-350s have a larger diameter and more splines than F-250s. Has anyone confirmed they need it? They indeed have 37. For sure. 37 35. spline should be the dual rear wheel 80. Uh, these are rear axles. You fuck faces. I'm looking for a front axle. You're fucking up. Uh, confirm. He had 37 spline. I'm sorry that you'll have to listen to this in the main. Dang it. I'm looking for the front. You twat waffles. I'm almost a hundred percent sure it's 35 spline. Yeah. It would be cool if it was, because if it's 35 spline, 30 degrees, then you could, um, use the inners as you could just use them. Yeah. Like I said, you have to make it wider. Or like you said, super duper wide, (laughs) super duty, but that's just by the calculator. So once I get all the parts in front of me, I can actually get real world measurements on it. I might be able to just go ahead and get a super duty 60. Yeah. If only you knew where one was sitting, go to your house, steal your 60. (laughs) It's just sitting there doing nothing. (laughs) We could just cut it up. It's kind of expensive to cut up. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I just want to go to the junkyard and find one mm -hmm. and just gut it. So someone gets real excited. They're going to to just give us his hours. Oh yeah. Well, you know what though? He, but he, he, I think he dumped all the rest of the parts. What a hoe. You know who had a bunch of them? 
was uh, uh, Josh Wolf. Josh Wolf had a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Because really, he if, was cutting them up and throwing. He was cutting them up to build six oh nines. Yeah. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. he's a smart man. He's on the right track. Yeah. Okay. Did, did he get them built? I don't know. You know, I haven't seen anything, so I don't know. A lot of his stuff doesn't come up on my page. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically, as soon as I accumulate the parts, I'm going to roll on it quick and I'm going to document it. Just start. Yeah. Just start ripping into that it. That way I can get it under the Jeep, the get real, it on the trail and beat on it that way. The real problem is it's like f- five grand to get all the pieces. Yeah. Probably so. Pretty close. <sighs> Cause we looked it all up. We had, it was like what? 1500 or two grand in a, in a center section. Yeah. And that's and if then, you run a low pinion. Yeah. That was just running on a straight, straight three, low two, five data yep. center. And, and then it was, um, and then it was, and you guys can like fact check us on some of this stuff and let me know on the trade writers page. We're discussing all this stuff. I know a few of you have information about this sort of project. Probably have looked into it yourselves, but, um, if you have any information on this, we're just kind of like, like I said, we've been spitballing this in the shop from time to time. Cause it interests me because if I'm going to get away from the 44 in the front, which with th- some of the things that it's doing is probably not a terrible idea. <laughs> it's um, fine. It's fine. It, it'll be, it's okay. If I put 35s back on it and <laughs> <laughs> we got chromolies and stuff. In yeah, it's got, yeah, it, yeah, it works fine there. I haven't had a problem there. It's just like the axle tubes are leaking around the it, plug weld areas oh, and I can, around the outer tube areas. I get me some stainless with stress stainless rod and I'll take that all up and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Done. It's all better. Yep. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, thinking about building a bigger front axle would be great because then that takes away the last like quote unquote weak point. Right. Of that Jeep setup. Um, and so, yeah, when you start talking about it, I'm like, oh, that's, that's like a solid, that'd be fun. And to me, it's like, and I like that you're like, I want to see how cheap I can be like, oh, that sounds like a fun challenge. Yeah. And really, and you know, at the end of the day, I would like to build another one, a, a, a nine inch rear that's runs the, um, super duty unit bearing in the rear. Mm-hmm. So like if you, you could carry one unit bearing fixed front or rear. You carry one nine inch center section to cover front or rear. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, then all you'd have to worry about is like axle shafts and stuff like that. But that would be, yeah, that'd be super handy. You have common parts, commonality to fix common breakages. Like, cause usually it's like, you're not going to right something so much. Yeah. Yep. It all makes sense to me. Um, Axle assembly front four wheel drive. That's me. That's what I want. I'm looking up, uh, looking up things, man. Look up things. I got things, man. Yeah, man. I'm looking up axles. Let's go. Uh, we don't care what ratio it is, right? Damn. Give it a damn. Oh, it one. Huh? I think the 373 was like the most common. Maybe. Oh, for uh, the 60s? Whoop, whoop. We got one in Decatur, 400 bucks. Wait a minute. What is this? Uh, 6.4. Yeah. Uh, 2008 F-250 Super Duty, four-wheel drive, 6.4 liter. Only has 200,000 miles on the front axle. Oh, it's like brand new. It's almost brand new. Um, the rest of these people will say to call them for a price, but uh, it's 400 bucks in Decatur. That's the closest one at 50 miles. Next one's in Rockville. 
Indiana, which is 53 miles real close. Another one in Rockville, another one in Rockville, another one in Rockville. Oh, this oh, is yeah. all the same. They have all I think of them. It's like a big, uh, big truck wrecking yard out there. There's one in uh, Effingham for 375. There's one in, what is this? Uh, with arms. Okay, so a 5 4. So it's a gasser. Whoa. 2008 Axle F250 Super Duty Gasser 373 with arms and steering linkage. So it's complete. Um, with 121,000 miles on it, 300 bucks at Y Yard in Effingham. Yeah. That's so solid. You, and it wouldn't even matter if it's like <clears throat> kind of. That price ain't bad at all. 300 bucks. We could do that. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not upset to cut that up. No. Is that right? That seems right. I'm looking at it. I'm clicking on the image to see the image of it. Um, okay. So we go, it's all been like painted. They've somebody painted it with a bunch of green paint. No. Oh, Kenny, Kenny, was this yours? <laughs> It's got green paint. It's the wrong color of green, but it's got green paint all over it for some reason. Oh it's like green paint on like the ball joint, the tie rod, the drag link, the soy links. It's like somebody like painted them to like, yep, that was there. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the other side is maybe painted red. What is it, like a Christmas uh, Super Duty Axle? Some- Dude, 300 bucks. We go scoop that thing up. Like, I'm a fan. Yeah. We go scoop that thing up and um, and get the th- do the things. I really wanted to be extra cheap too. Like if we could whack the C's off of it and have them mill yeah, that's, out that's three what and a half do. inches. That's yeah. what I would do. You yeah. Would? Cause yeah. you got a buddy that has a mill. Yeah. You have a buddy that has a lathe and everything. Yeah. Like why would you not do that? Yeah. So you'd true. be wasting money. You're trying to do as cheap as possible. That's true. Like you get your friends to mill shit for beer. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. It's possible. You might want something else. <laughs> it's fine. It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is wheel mount? What is a uh, Super Duty wheel mount? 72 inches. Super Duty F250. 70, 72, something like that. I think it's 72. F250 um, wheel mount surface. Uh, width. I don't fucking know what I'm doing here. Um, <laughs> Super Duty F250 wheel. Yeah, that. Do that thing. Forward power stroke. It says that the 99 to 04. Is sixty nine and a quarter? Oh, oh yeah, that's the rare axle Ford trucks axle width. Uh, Ford truck enthusiast ninety nine to sixteen Super Duty axle width. Any changes? Anyone tell me? It's an F three fifty with a sixty, uh, which is sixty nine and three quarter wheel mount. I'm just kind of grabbing things off like the top, like what's like recommended here on Google. Yeah. I'm not actually clicking on the site to see that. Uh, either way, getting a lot of those sixty nine. Oh God, F. 350 dual rear wheel, Dana 60, 74 inches. But that's because it has the hub adapter. Yeah. 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 So it looks like, oh, okay. Those, those are the ones that are sought after because they got the really heavy unit bearings and the, hmm. they're big bore. You can put the RCV big bells in them with the freaking like three inch diameter sp- spline that goes into the hub. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you weren't trying to get too froggy, I don't know. It's worth it. You know what? A lot of this reason that we were going to go Oh five, um, like Oh five plus super duty axle for the outers was the steering angle. Yes. We were trying to get ridiculous steering. Yeah, angle. yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was just looking here. Like there's some stuff that says that the 99 to 04 or the, yeah, like the 99 to 04 was maybe a little narrower, like maybe three inches or the, the OBS. I'm sorry. Older than that. So yeah. like the, the mid nineties and like late eighties, mid nineties was right. Uh, 
not as wide, but also probably doesn't have 35 spline shafts. Maybe. I don't know. There's so many things that we've been kind of curious about. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I think they're 31 on the older ones. Yeah. I, I don't can't, know. I can't remember exactly. I've looked yeah, into those know. a long time ago. And plus like, if you do like the 99 in ups and stuff, like I, I, I think they said a, like 85 or 90% of those were Dana fifties. They're not even Dana sixty, yeah. So they're actually kind of hard to get. Yeah, some of them are. And like I'd say <clears throat> most of the ones that they list, I'd be looking at it and like, nope, that's a Dana fifty. <laughs> like they don't even, they don't even know. They just think, oh, it's a Dana oh, yeah. sixty. Yeah, it's a solid. Come out three quarter tons, Dana um, sixty. Yeah. So we source a super duty sixty and cut it up for some of its pieces parts, the outers and such. Yep. Redrill the hubs, like have the hubs welded and redrilled for five on five and a half. Yeah. And you don't have to do that. No, you could, you could totally say eight lug. Yeah. But on five lug fever. Yeah. So I have to. You have to. It's just part of it. I think you can. It's the cost of being me. I think they make just the outer hub piece too. Like you can oh. press the, I don't know if you can press oh, those really? apart or That's not. What, I, don't I don't know. I haven't the slightest. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Whether or not they'll go back together is a question. Because I know they machine the insides out to put the different things in them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who was talking about that? Hmm. Anyway. Uh, source that, <clears throat> get a housing, build a jig, if jig of sorts, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you need it. I don't know if you have the, if you have it machined, if you have the outers machined, yeah, the seas. like just like press fit should be yeah, pretty square. So the only thing you would need to do then is you need to have it, you need to have the, the flange of the center section mounted to something so you can get your angles on your knuckles right. dialed in. Yeah. Cause you don't yeah. those fuckers off. Yeah. And you could just. Put it on jack stands and pin it so it won't rotate. So Something like that, yeah. Tap them on. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got to heat the C up a little bit to get it to slide on, you know? It's not a big yeah, deal. right. Probably better that way. So, and the winter's coming too, so you can just leave the whole center section outside. Yeah. Let it get down to like 10 degrees. Yeah, and bring it in. Bring it in the morning and just slide your C's right over it. Yeah. <laughs> and bring in a cold beer from the snow too. <laughs> you don't even need a refrigerator. Oh, shit. Fuck. Um, yeah. So we just need to source a nine inch center. Yep. And so what that what was that a thousand bucks you said from trail gear? Trail was it trail gear or trail ready? Uh trail, trail gear. gear. Trail gear nine inch center. I think it I think it's like eleven hundred. That was just for the I think it's a center section with sixty five inches total width of tubes. Yeah. Equal length. Trail gear. Suzuki. And I'll, I couldn't remember. It's either them or spider tracks. I'd emailed them like a long time ago and asked them if they would cut me a tube. To, yeah. Like if I figured out what I wanted and they're like, and I think they would for like 250 bucks. Oh, or something really? Like that. So they, I could actually get it shipped pre-cut. to me pre-cut if I wanted yeah. to. Fabricated front axle builder kit. Oh God. $1,500. It's gone up so much. What is this? <laughs> is that for the nine inch center section? That's for the, f- Yeah. Yeah. I think is that, is that what this is? That's suspense. I don't know what this is. You can get a true high nine for like twenty six hundred. No, this is for a Toyota axle. Fucking expensive. Are you sure it's trail gear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have they have is the that, rock assault. They have the eight and uh was it eight and a halfs or whatever on there too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rock assault nine. Where is that? They make a pre-made um rock assault rear nine inch that already has the uh, Super Duty bearing pockets already welded into it on the back. So it's like ready to go. It's build it out. I saw that. In. Yeah. I think it was like, it was pretty reasonable. It was like 14 or 1500 bucks or something. 
Why are all of these looking like they're Toyota axles? Most, most of them are. There's only one <laughs> that's a, a nine inch on there. <laughs> Is it this one here for 900 bucks? It looks like yeah. it. Or not 900 bucks. I've, I've looked in it so much. No, I started looking. Like Toyota 8.8. That's a Toyota 8 point, whatever, 8 inch, whatever eight, the fuck eight, it is. So eight and a half. Where's the fucking nine inches? We just did this the other day and now I can't find it. Um, the website's fire. <laughs> why doesn't it just say nine inch? Yeah. 8.4, eight inch, eight inch. There it is. Rock Assault, nine inch housing, $903. Now we're getting somewhere. I think that's what this is. I don't fucking know. Uh, Rock Assault, yeah, right? Uh, Rock Assault nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Choose wall thickness, quarter or three eighths? Of course, three eighths. Yeah. Choose outer diameter, three and a half? Uh, yeah, three and a half. Zero in stock. No inspection hole, 37 inch stock. 37 they, stock. They always oh. have the inspection hole ones. I think they just automatically do it. With I don't know why you hole. wouldn't want it in there anyway. It legit just has, has an option not to have it. Yeah. Okay. See, so way easier. Uh, $1,102. No, without shipping, like before shipping. Yeah. Dude, at $1,100, it should be free shipping. Freight, free freight. I, I think, yeah. <laughs> so it comes with interaxle seals and everything else ready to go. So $1,100 there, $300 go get the Super Duty axle. Yep. It's got $1,400 in it. Then we need a $2,000 center section with a locker. Mm-hmm. We could do it cheaper if we didn't want to do a locker or yeah. like a cheap locker. We could do I, like a, a, isn't there like a mini spool like what you got? Uh, a Spartan for a nine inch? Yeah, they do. It's like that weird one that's got like, uh, it's like that r- big tapered looking dude. Do who? What? what? Oh, it's oh, like, it is. it's a weird looking. You mean like, like a full size one or just a bolt like a thing? Oh, I need a 35 spline. These are all 31 spline. Oh yeah. You might not be able to get one on a 35 spline. I bet you're right. There's no fucking way. Uh, if you really wanted to, you could just spool it and just yeah. unlock the hubs. I have a spool in already. Like I already have one. I have one too. Already. Uh, does if you want not it to be like super like stupid cheap. What was it like? Eleven hundred bucks for an ARB or a Yukon, or nine hundred bucks for a Yukon? I don't think they make a thirty-five spline spark. No, I doubt it. It's not looking good for the OD. I'd really hate to put all that money in there. I like my lunchbox lockers. We're going cheap, man. We're going as cheap as we can build it. Man, I don't know. Okay, so I have <laughs> a. Don't I have? Did I sell it? I don't remember. I had or have a thirty-five spline Yukon spool. At yeah. the house already ready to go. Then all we need is the uh, the the nine inch. So we need the Yukon HD housing. We need gears, um, which I think it's like three hundred and something bucks for the Yukon. Are they back in stock now? Because they didn't used to be. Like right after I bought mine, they were non-existent. Like no, you can't. Oh, we them bitches went up. I think that price I just saw on the Google places. Not look friendly. Ouchie. It would be sad if it's real ridiculous. It was $600. Oh, God. That's double what it used to be. <laughs> like, literally double. Let me, uh, let me, let me copy this. Wow. That's expensive. That's more expensive than what it used to be, for sure. Yeah. I think it was like 300 and something bucks last time I looked at it. So, Yukon. Is that the aluminum one, on. though? Oh, my God. Is this for real right now? Oh, that was cheap. What? Yeah. Oh, that is, that's aluminum. My bad. Hold yeah, on. I was going to say. Uh, another click, aluminum click the wrong button. Expensive. Okay. That's, oh, whew. that was rough. Um, Yukon. Oh, no, I don't have it. 
387. Uh, dropout, pinion, support, differential. Uh, let's see here. Because that seemed like a lot, right? Like 600. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, they were like that. They were like six, 800 bucks last time I looked. Yeah, for the aluminum ones. You can see that. Right. Where's the big dog housing? If I knew those were there it is. strong enough for the Not off-road iron, stuff. Right here. That would be cool. Just a different part number. It's going to pull this up. I'm going to grab a part number. Then we'll go check it. This is an Algebra Iron. Two or a three and a quarter. Copy that. I think those have the load bolts too in them. The cross load no, bolts. No, not in the Nodular Iron, but the aluminum one does. Does it? Yeah. I, I think you can maybe iron. get them in the Nodular Iron, but they don't come that way. 350 on Amazon. Okay. So through Chris, we can get it for probably somewhere in that ballpark. Usually he can get price uh, price matching with Yukon stuff. And either way, it probably like doesn't I bet, matter. I'll I bet that's through the Yukon. Either way. Yeah. I bet that's through the Yukon store. We're sorry. Yeah. An error has occurred. Oh, really? And what those, is, what and is those the we're trying to you twat, fuck the system. You twat waffle. Um, look at that. 260. Um, yeah. Okay. So you got like 400 bucks in that. We'll probably end up having, if we don't use my spool or something like that, if we did, if we want to use a locker, we'll probably just have Yukon completely assemble it. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll go through Chris. And if we document all that on YouTube, man, we can get Yukon to kind of give us a deal. Like we're going to make like a real cheap 609. <laughs> <laughs> They're maybe, just like, nah. maybe we can't do that. Maybe we can't get a deal on it. Cause then like, if you get a deal, you're cheating, right? Yeah. Like you're not oh, making yeah. it as cheap as yeah. possible. Like with like cost or like, yeah. Um, okay. So but like, well, I got this all for free, but you are going to have to pay. What this are we right? into it for? So we have, uh, three, 400 in gears and bearing in a rebuild in an install kit. Yeah. We got 400 in a housing. That's eight uh, plus a locker, which is another nine. So that's 16. Yeah. Is that 17? My math doesn't work today. That's we'll round up, say 17, 17. We already had 14 in it with the housing and the super duty. Yep. Uh, and then inner shafts. So that is 20. This brain is over 33. Yeah. So you're probably going to be right around four grand. Yep. Maybe somewhere in there. It's a little pricey. Yeah. Four but grand. If it actually yeah, I is mean, like, oh God, it'd be semi, great. Semi bulletproof. <laughs> like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just being on it. Who cares? It'd be similar to having a 60 up front. Yeah. I would think With so. more clearance. Really? I mean, what's most of your trail breakages? This is where, this is where everybody's going to get upset. The nine inch, the, the 609 front axle is more bulletproof than a Dana 60. Oh man. Well, it also doesn't weigh 700 <laughs> pounds of unsprung weight where it breaks itself. You know, dude, did you watch the video of, um, Chris on wreck it? Uh, uh, is it, what is it? Reckless. Wrench. Reckless. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On reckless wrench. When he built his and he weighed it, it was like three fifty completely assembled. Yeah. It was like Retarded. 20 pounds. It was like 20 pounds heavier than a Dana 30. <laughs> <laughs> like three times as strong. It's like, like, Oh, dumb lightweight. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He used That's a lot of shit. spider track stuff. Yeah. So that one's going to be probably a little bit, I don't know. Fabricated, Those fabricated knuckles, knuckles are going to be huge. Yeah. Is it going to be lighter though? The fabricated knuckles? Maybe a touch. That's a lot of plate steel. That's a lot of plate steel. And I'm sure it's hardened. You know, it's like probably structural steel. I don't I know. know. I don't know what grade they use. I don't, I, it might be, it might be slightly lighter, but I don't think it'd be that much lighter. Either way. Than this talk. You get a, you get an axle that's sub 400 pounds. Yeah. Complete. 
with bracketry and everything welded on. Dude, that'd be killer. Yeah. That'd be great. Because you, you know, if you're, you know, my idea is to build those axles light, build the, uh, you know, all my body armor is going to be aluminum. The bumpers will be aluminum, low center of gravity. Like if I could keep the rig under, you know, 4,800 pounds, but have Dana 60 level, you know, strength. Right. Or sub uh, under under, under 5,000 pounds, but. Because then you can just fill the tires full of water, you know, or something. Um, what did you find? Uh, I I just looked on Pirate and it says, um, <laughs> it's like, anyone know the weight of a Super Duty High Pinion 60 front? And the next, the first person Google. to comment, the first person to comment, heavy. Heavy, yeah. <laughs> I want to say, yeah, uh, man, I, I don't know. I want to say they're like 700. Well, Pat weighed his out. Remember he took it apart? 540 pounds, says the junkyard scales. Yeah, I believe it. That's pretty heavy. Pat, remember Pat took that one apart going in the limousine. Did he? Yeah, he took all, he took everything apart and put it in a trash can and weighed it. I would love to do a, like a real legit engineer type episode uh, discussing weight versus strength yeah like at what point does less weight at what point are you just putting bigger parts on because you're putting bigger parts on yeah you know what i mean or you need to because it's so heavy you're breaking yeah. shit yeah you know like that's what that's the thing that, that we talked about with Derek was like his rig is so heavy he yeah. has to have the beefiest of parts yeah because it's heavy whereas if his truck weighed five thousand pounds yeah. he wouldn't need he wouldn't break as much. Yeah. I think like, like the leaf spring ordeal. So, and it's weird with an axle. Cause if you think about it, that's considered what unsprung weight. Mm-hmm. It can kind of help you with stability to keep right. you on the ground. It can, but why are you losing stability in the first place? Is it cause your rig's too tall? Is yeah. it too fucking heavy? Like right. why is it flopping over? Mm-hmm. Is your wheelbase not right? Makes a like, big difference. Yeah. You know, it, I, I just, I see all these rigs and they're just tanks, man. They're half tank, half demo car. And I just like, man, it, can it be pretty and not be heavy as hell? So this one here. Uh, it's also my drag racing background too. It's like, oh, light and strong. But you can make one, it light because it's strong because it is light. You know? Right. This person here weighed a 99 to 04 is 530 pounds, 534 pounds fully dressed with steering. That's not bad. That's a, that's a 9904 with leaf springs. So no leaf springs on it. Oh, like, yeah. and he say it would have weighed an 05, but it has, um, but it has radius arms on it still. He didn't want to do that. <laughs> so the 05 is presumably a bit, a little bit heavier cause it's way beefier. Yeah. And it's got all the, it does have the radius arm casting in it. I bet that yeah. weighs 30, 40 that, pounds. You gotta call that shit Yeah. Off. But I bet if, you know, oh, yeah, when you it. cut it off, I bet it's 30 pounds, 40 pounds right. worth of metal. But the knuckles are way bigger. So you're, you're talking at least, at least 550. Yeah, I, I would think minimum. That's a lot. Yeah. So if you can get that, you can take, if you can shell 200 pounds, 200 pounds off that. Yep. And it's narrower, just as strong. Then you got to, you have to replace your inners. So you do those with Chromo. You order those yeah. from like Brannock or something. Yep. And bada bing, bada boom, you have a dumb strong front axle. Yeah. And really, if you, cause Let's I, do it. When, you, when you build those super duty sixties, people are still breaking stuff in them and they end up building them. So yeah. it's like, well, by the time you put $3,000 into that thing, 
Yeah, but some people just it's like, like uh, eight lug and um like some people like the Super Duty Axle as a whole. Yeah. Like they don't have to do anything to it. Right. Yeah, which is perfectly fine. And like it's a it's clearly a stout platform. Has anybody seen anybody break a Super Duty 605 plus like I've, the ring and pinion or I've never seen them break. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. I, I think it's a 10 inch ring and pinion in there. Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah, yeah stock. Yeah. Um but most yeah. people put different like It'd gear be rowdy. Sets in it. Yeah. I have seen one 99 to 04 break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so random. But that's uh the dude down from the road for me, that's what he did this winter. Oh, he the, somehow that, broke, broke the, the pin and clean off. White F two fit or F three fifty? No, it's a um I don't remember what color it is. It's the excursion that he converted. Oh. Yeah. I think it has ninety nine to fours on it. Yeah. Pretty sure it's those are Dana fifties and those excursions. Oh yeah. So he put a, yeah, probably put a bigger sixty in it. Yeah. <clears throat> but An uh actual sixty. Yep. Uh yeah. Well, like uh, what was it? Nate from yeah. Dirt was it dirt, dirt life. lifestyle? Yeah. He he was like talking about because he had Fusion build him a super duty patterned axle uh-huh. because he had the sterling in the rear? Mate. Well, oh. no, he yeah, he had a sterling in the rear and he had the super duty front, but he was putting it under that Land Rover, whatever the hell yeah. that thing is. And he'd built it, but he couldn't get the mounts to work with the width of the axle and the center section. He couldn't oh, it get all, it to yeah. jive right. Mm-hmm. So he ended up having a fusion build him a super duty pattern axle. And I even looked at it that way. That's actually a pretty cheap, like I could do a super duty patterned and it's like fusion center section. You saying you're going to go to eight lug? <sighs> no, not exactly. <laughs> but I think, I think I priced it out. It was it was up there at about five thousand, and then you had to worry about the knuckles brakes. Oh, that was just the center. Yeah, that's just to the C's. Ooh. But there's axles too, right? Or, or you know, axle shafts. Oh, shafts also. Yeah. What? Yeah. But I was like, oh, well, there's an option too, right? But then it's like huge and heavy still. And is there a benefit to going to the high pinion in a nine inch for the front? I think like drive other shaft than, angle. Other than spending another $1,500. Yeah. Cause like if you turn, if you, you yeah, know, drive it's kind of like you, at, but, and, and that, and you're running on the coast side mm-hmm. all the time in a front drive. But when you ride on the coast side, if you put a high pinion in the rear, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be? Maybe. <laughs> unless, <clears throat> unless the gears are cut different. So I don't technically know. the nine's always running on the coast side. What? Maybe. Right. Stop that. I don't know. I have not a clue. <laughs> so why would it matter if you put it in the front or the back, you know? It's like it's turning backward. Um yeah. Hey, you guys that have more information than we do that you're yelling at your phone right now. Stop yelling at your phone and these guys are idiots. This thing's are gonna <laughs> blow up in this face and they're all gonna die. <laughs> Post that shit on uh Trail Riders page on Facebook. Um or join the Patreon and go into the Patreon chat and start screaming at us where you that's where you've really heard. You're going to tell me I'm then wrong. You have a bunch of other people that'll join in with you and start screaming. Yeah. Just gonna, because they like to, you're going to tell me I'm wrong and I'm not going to listen. I'm going to do it. And it's going to blow up and I'll bitch about it. And be like, <laughs> why didn't anyone tell me this wasn't going to work? I literally told you <laughs> I'm not <laughs> listening. <laughs> you know, I don't speak Spanish. You know, I don't speak Spanish. Uh, ate a whole wheel of cheese and pooped in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Okay. That's not, that's nine inch talk. That's not six oh nine talk. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the same thing, you know? What? Nine inches attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to do something stupid like that. Do like a 609 front and rear. Do a full float rear. Yes. And that would be cheap. The cheapest of all. Well, there's the life goal. the rear. Or you could build a front and rear steer, you know? You're in trouble. I am. Indeed. It's going to cut you. You should put it on speaker. Put it on the podcast. <laughs> Jessica, you are on the air. I told her one minute because we're wrapping this up because we're here. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Incompetent customers pissed me off. How much is it to polish my <sighs> horse trailer? Anyway. Uh, yeah, if you got information about that, either go check out the Patreon. The link is right there in your show notes below. Um, just click on that and it'll take you in there and you can subscribe to the Patreon if you don't already. And then you can yell at me for sure, because I'm clearly going to do this same dumb stuff in the Patreon this episode. Um, you can go in there and yell at us and tell us what your opinion is and, uh, we'll see it for sure. And then you'll be able to join the chat and talk to the people. Then you should also go join the Treadwriters page if you haven't done so already on Facebook, where you can uh, continue the conversation. Make sure that you check out our podcast partners. Complete off road. 563-583-5363 is how you get a hold of them via the phone or you check them out at completeoffroad.com. Check out Crawler Offroad. Crawler Offroad has all of your recovery needs whether it be a synthetic winch line or a kinetic rope, a 10 foot tree saver snatch strap or a tree saver soft shackle, which is actually pretty cool. I got to use one of those up at core. Uh, they've got a whole array of different recovery options. Everything is uh, synthetic and such. And it'll pull your YJ off the trail after you blow your drive shaft out. That it will. Yeah. Yeah. Proven. Uh, and you can drag it for three miles and it doesn't <laughs> abrade it. It doesn't do that either. <laughs> so check that out. And then um, check out Offroad Anonymous up in Michigan as well. And they are uh, at offroadanonymous.com. They have all your bracketry and your organization stuff. And if you're building axles like we're talking about doing, we can order bracketry from them and we can call up Jake and be like, I need a truss for a 609 front. And he'll be like, I don't make that. And I'm like, but I need it. What are you guys doing <laughs> over there? I bet if we gave him, I don't know. He, he may make a trust for that. I, don't I know. bet he could. We oh, just he give him could. the, uh, I could just hand it over to him and let him dimensions, get the dimensions. Mm-hmm. So if you need something like that, be sure to check out off-road anonymous. And then if you need some inflation deflation thingies, or if you need budge, you didn't, did you get a code for him? Crap. You didn't, did you? I did. Oh. Uh, well, there was a code. Now I think he may have changed the code, but I haven't talked to him, so I don't know. Um, I messed up. So we were supposed to give away something this episode, and I didn't do it. So next week, we're going to have a giveaway. Here's your rehearser. We're going to give away one of the ultimate super duper something or other patch kits. I'm ill-prepared for this. One second. Uh, M-O-R-R-F-L-A. I can't spell ate.com. He needs to send us some extras so I can have, <laughs> I just want to cut a tire and patch it. I legit, if I had a crappy tire, I would do that just to see, because they made it look like it worked really well. Do you think a customer knows? So we stabbed their tire. 
patched it. <laughs> I don't want to subscribe to you. Okay. So tire repair kits. There's four of them. If you go to the website, it's like the first thing. So what you got, what we're going to give away is the Morflate Extreme 4x4. Is that right? Is that it? I gotta remember. Yeah, that's it. The Morflate Extreme 4x4 tire repair kit. It comes with a pack of Colby valves. So two Colby valves. It comes with your standard uh, style tire repair kit, which is actually way more than standard. What is all this stuff here? Okay, so it comes in like a case, maybe. Man, there's so much going on here. What is that? The off-road tire. I haven't even looked at this that closely. So it comes in its own case. And then within that case, you have, um, what is a six valve, six standard like TR-15 valve stems um, or whatever those are. Just your standard rubber valve stem. You got a pair of needle nose pliers. You've got uh, your reamer tool and then your install tool for your like rope plugs. Have a, a handful of those. There's some other things down here. There's like valve cores, a valve core tool, valve caps, multiple valve caps. Can't see all the things that are in there so much. So you have all of that comes in this kit along with a bag of the new uh, glue treads that they sell. Yeah, the glue treads. If you guys haven't seen that yet, just go to either Morflate or Snail Trail uh, 4x4 on Instagram. Either one of those. I think they're running videos on both those. They literally sliced a hole in a Patagonia. And then they took which a, they do themselves, which apparently the new ones do themselves. So somebody should have <laughs> so like, better get a couple of those kits. If you run patties, should have sold a glue treads with the new uh, black labels. Um, they took and sliced a hole in the glue treads and, and or, they sliced a hole in the side of the patties, took a glue tread, scuffed it, prepped it, stuck it on there. And then they actually chamfered the edge of the glue tread because it's kind of it's a pretty thick. rubber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They chamfered the edge with a, uh, a flap wheel that they had a, a grinder and a flap wheel. And so it didn't have like a hard edge on it. And yeah. then Tyler said he wheeled all day on it with no issues. And then towards the end of the trail, he was actually like turning it into the rock, trying to see if he could like get it to scrape it off, off there. Yeah. And no such luck. It stayed on there just fine. I wonder what so, that stuff is. They glue that down. It's like I some don't vulcanizing know. It's like, compound. it's gotta be some kind of vulcanizing compound. Um, but I don't know what it is. And so that's very intriguing because uh, it sets up and everything. So anyway, in that kit comes with four of those glue treads. This is what we're giving away next week on the podcast. If I remember, <laughs> it's my fault. It's uh, always my fault. I don't but know that's what, what it is. So tune in next week to find out if you're going to win. I'll figure out how uh, we're going to give it away and we'll give one away. So um, yeah, check out M O R R F L A T E.com. If you're interested in their repair kit, their tire repair kits, this, the, their extreme four by four tire repair kit is the, uh, basically the spare replacement. Yeah. So like it's, so you don't have to carry a full size spare anymore. Like even if you cut a tire, clearly. Know, yeah. 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 You'd have to, you'd have to have really a, you'd have to have a hand size yeah. hole in that thing before you can. Repair even then how many patches are in there? Four. You put them you can do stack it. them oh, up. <laughs> you'll get off trail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so check them out. That's our partners. That's all we got for. Oh, I didn't even tell what episode it was. I don't even know what episode it is. One forty nine. Is it? I didn't even say the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us for episode one forty nine, and we'll catch you on the trail.
That was a show. What? I forgot all the things. Oh, I thought it was good. We're good. It's fine. We're fine. It's fine. They'll listen to it. <laughs> listen to it and you'll like it. 